Um, good I, day to you, Chris. Good day. I, you, by the way, you had the volume on like 10 when I turned this on just a second ago, and it's got this like Eurobeats like techno music from this. Oh, really? I had to like turn the volume down real fast. Well, that's because the sound bar is so loud. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's amazing that like... Are you ready? Check this out. Yeah. Check this out. No one knows what I'm doing, but Chris will react. Oh, yeah, baby. We're big time. I thought it was electronic. On the ends, it is. Ah, uh, okay. We got manual in here. I'm going to have to switch seats. <laughs> I'm not Yours gonna... does, too. Oh, it does? I don't want to yeah, touch feet with bro. you. Though. Yeah, bro. We're big but, time. Um, We're big time. So... So, anyway, it is a Tuesday here at the gym, and Chris is getting ready for Muay Thai class. Are you going to do both hours? No, no, no. Come on, bro. Just double it up. I wish I could, but I don't know. Right. that's not going to happen. I'm, I'm like psyching myself up right now by watching some uh, some K1 World Max tournament highlights this from 2006. Awesome. So um, this is episode 64. 64. That's a very auspicious number for mathematicians, computer scientists. Is it really? Well, because the power of two, you know. It was like eight to the fourth or two to the fourth or... Two to the fourth would be sixteen. Two to the fifth would be thirty-two. Two to the sixth, then it okay. is sixty-four. It's been a long time since I've had <laughs> a math. math. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining. Or would it be like two, like six, two factorial, or like six factorial? Well, factorial is is like six, six factorial. Plus, six, six plus five. No, six times five times four yeah, times three times yeah. two. Times um, anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to our sponsors as always, Crown Rash Guards. I rocked mine this morning. Way to go! Yeah, man. I'm uh, awaiting. I think I think we're, I'm experiencing the same thing Jamal did, where the shipment has been. <laughs> they're too busy. They're, they're sorting well, through the, the well, fake right. ballots. Actually, you're, you're right. It's, it's, it's postal service. It's the service, carrier. Oh, yeah. So the carrier is, is a little slow. Yeah, so. man. But guys, check them out. I've been wearing mine religiously. I brought mine. You know, I've got no gi tonight. I'll be wearing mine. Check them out, www.crownrashguards.com. They, uh, they have ranked rash guards, uh, sleek, uh, minimalistic design. My biggest thing is they're durable. They hold up really well. They don't stick to the Velcro on your, on your grappling shorts. I noticed that. Like, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's like a big thing. Now, it, they're slightly thicker than some other ones. And as a result, like I always say, they run a little warmer. But if you're doing no-gi jiu-jitsu, you don't notice it because you You're going to be slimy. Yeah, you get way, a sweat going right. all the way. So... Um, I'm a fan. Talk to Tristan. He's like, it's the best rash guard I've ever bought. You know? Yeah. So I've I, seen I've seen his rash guards too. Yeah. He's a, so he's a big spender, and he he really likes the 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 well well valued brand. Exactly. So guys, use our promo code Bruise, B R E W S, and you're not drinking a brew right now. You're drinking a Rockstar, brother. Rush only 180 milligrams. Only 100. Only. Of caffeine. Only. So. Anyways, uh, check them out. Again, use our promo code BRUISE for 20% off your next order. They are Crown Rash Guards. You can also see them uh, on Instagram, social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Crown Rash Guards. Uh, Ann Mars, the guy running that place. It's an awesome story. I say it time and time again. It's, by it's, by it's from a jiu-jitsu person for the jiu-jitsu community. So help a brother out. Check them out. CrownRashGuards.com. Now, Chris. Noah. I have gotten a lot of feedback recently oh, from boy. people that I didn't know were listening to the podcast that are listening to the podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who do we need to <laughs> shout out? <laughs> so, for example, 
Now, I don't know under what circumstance or what they're listening to it. I think sometimes <laughs> yeah. they might just be bored or maybe they're in I mean, a doctor's that's office. Where, that's like, why anybody really hey, listens to our cares? podcast. I, you know, or someone had to drive a long way somewhere. <laughs> I remember that was Stacy's. Stacy's like, oh, I have a long road trip, so I'll, I'll listen to some of your podcasts. <laughs> or somebody... Uh, Somebody happened to listen to Jocko on Spotify, and, yeah, and we popped up as a suggestion, perhaps. Yeah, which is awesome. Equally so the as are, motivating. Absolutely. So the latest person that is a listener that I was not aware of, Hector Hernandez. Interesting. I a, saw. I saw him. Ezekiel yeah, yeah, yeah. Coleon. He, he is. He is definitely the Ezekiel. Or master. the OC dad. What OC Jiu-Jitsu dads? OC BJJ dads. I think OC Orange County. I'm surprised that he listened to us because like we're we're not interesting. Well, no, you he know, said like, it was super interesting. So what, what I got from him was it was super interesting to hear, I guess, like another side of our personalities because we're certainly on the mats. And he was like, I guess with all the cursing and, and how oh, bombastic really? we can get a little bit, I guess me in particular. Yeah, he's like, I mean, like, he's like, you seem like an even keel guy on the mats, like always chill. And then you're cursing. And and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. th- I thought that was. Uh, you mean a, the off the books, Noah? Yeah, I mean, it's not, I it's it. not off the record because I'm recording it all. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> it's not off the yeah. record. So I thought that was cool. And it got me thinking about what kind of goes on in our heads. The stuff that we all think we know what people are thinking, but we never say it, right? It's like Oh, that's interesting. And, and I don't mean did, that, did, did I don't mean that in an etiquette way. No, no. Well, Hector was just like, you know, Hector was just, again. Shout out to Hector, said, new brown belt. Exactly. Yeah, man. We got a new. We got a new brown butt, and he's repping it good. So repping, <laughs> he was repping it well before that. So, so the idea being, we we you know we grapple, and we probably don't communicate as much, and, and not that we're being asked to communicate as grapplers, but for example, the old, you know, how hard is this person actually going with me? Yeah. You know, we all wish we could have an effort level, like. Appear above like everyone's sim. head, yeah, like, like, a, a, like, little, have like a little diamond above. Yeah, their head. in terms of like, oh, this guy's going eighty-five percent with me right now, yeah. or he's going hundred percent. Now, granted, there's kind of an assumption that we sort of should know that as grapplers and and sense that and match that intensity. I feel like you but can from kind an of ego tell. point of view. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it out there from an ego point of view, kind of like, well, how hard is that guy really going with me? Did did I get that because I was going because I, I did it, or was, did he give it to me? You know, yeah. and I think that's why people like competition so much because in competition they're not there's no excuse yeah there, there's if you get it and the person gave it to you that's because they're a dumbass and are and are intentionally losing right and no one's going to do you know that's not a, a yeah, shame on them shame on them yeah. exactly right so i thought about what happened today so i i did a i had a no geek class today with paul and i just wanted to kind of share things that I wouldn't talk about normally, but like what's Ooh. going through my head, you know, and stuff. And this is not like, Oh, oh I, I, I mean, was like, is this sacred? Are no, you to talk no, about? No, okay. no, 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 no. It's not like that. It just in terms of what, what's going on in my head when stuff happens. So for example, uh, first thing comes to mind is I rolled with Vinny a couple times. Vinny bag of donuts, Vinny bag of donuts. And both times I was able to get him to turtle secure back mount and he immediately performed a two-on-one escape hmm. where he would grab my overhook my the kill arm with both hands bring it over his head yeah. and work the escape and i've studied gordon ryan's maintaining the back 
you know, attacking the back and and I thought I knew the counter to it, but it I in the last few months no one's done that escape with me. Hmm. Everyone tries to get their head on the like go to the underhook side and, yeah. and do, so my reaction was not there, and when I thought about it afterwards, I couldn't remember. He did to me twice. So he so spoke. I'm, he broke spinal alignment. Well. He did, and I, 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 literally was sitting. You can ask Paul or or Mark, or I was sitting there on the side of the mat after class, just staring off into the void. And if you're wondering what I was thinking about, I was racking my brain, trying to put together in my head what the, what the correct reaction for me is to counter that, that, uh, that escape. Now, cool. Of course, then I went home. Pulled it up in Gordon's thing. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, I had it in my... Uh. So now I have three. I have three three counters to that. <laughs> so if you come to Nogi tonight, we might be covering that <laughs> just to further emphasize that. That's, so that's selfish one. of you, by the way. Well, we are working on attacking the back. Okay, then. So it would be a natural thing. We'll see. We'll see who comes. I, I, I had plans to do... Um, how to deal with half guard and the knee shield and just just basic movements to help guard passing. Just speaking of knee shield, I saw the first person I've ever seen actively use it, the the Craig Jones style knee shield, Matt Cabrera today. Yeah, he, he does he does do that. He does lock he does lock it. I do it sometimes. Like where you like you point your knee downwards. Yeah, I'm not instead of like Z he's got like a weird like I was like, Oh, you're doing the exact opposite Z guard of my Z guard. Like very unique, and he, he does it well. Like it's, it's he does lock your he he does lock your legs in pretty well. Yeah, like and he just he just spazzes back and forth too a bit. Ooh. So it's hard to I mean that in a good way. I mean there he has movement, so it's it's hard to to. Uh, He's good at it. yeah I was, I, yeah. I was just I was watching him like on my round off. I was like, oh, I can I need to study this. So. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, shout out to Matt. I know he doesn't listen. Matt, if you're listening. No, he does. He does? I think he does. You think he does as well? well I'm, like, I'm, I'm like 75% confident okay. that he does. Matt, fuck you. Mate- Mateo. <laughs> he's like, let's see if he listens. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it one more time. Matt, fuck you. <laughs> right, let's see if he's listening. <laughs> but I'm, I'm his, I'm, I guess I'm his uh, inadvertent accountability partner now. Oh, so. there you go. So I'm going to, I'm going to come make sure to call him out. Tomorrow morning, I'll see you. To, like I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, like, yeah, like he, okay. he he texted me yesterday night. He's like, "Hey man, just want to let you know I'll be there. I need an accountability partner." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, like I'm like humble about it. I'm like, I I, I appreciate that he even respects me enough to run a class that he would want to take. You know, I think you saying that he wants an accountability partner is more is information that he. <laughs> it's something he wouldn't want let out more than me just calling just calling, yeah because like, Paul and all these guys will make fun of him like accountability oh, yeah, like, he's, <laughs> like that's like such a buzzword <laughs> <know>. like <laughs> hey man 2021 new new year new, new year new me yeah man so, so. Uh, I will I, I hope to see him again yeah, I mean it, it's good yeah. I mean it, you got you got a good crew in the morning yeah so that that thing of having two escapes happen to me in the same class the exact same escape. Me, yeah exact same escape. makes you know got me thinking like this is what's going on in my head as i'm trying to figure out you're trying to remember what could i have done yeah if i could recall it and then of course i, I looked it up to study and be like oh so that's one example uh another example is uh going with paul so i went with paul and he got me in we get get into the sequence a lot where i play bottom 
I play some sort of half guard, whether it's half guard or reverse de la Hiva, which or reverse de la Hiva. Yeah, I consider he, that. I consider that. Like, I if mean, you're doing you half guard, you need to know reverse yeah. de la Hiva to me. Like, you have to know that. Just and he got a headlock. He he's been doing a lot of front headlocks. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the situation where I'm under him. I have his leg, and I'm trying to peel his ankle back with a with a coyote hook, but he's got a chin strap and attacking my. Yeah, attacking my my neck and and just threatening that. So I have to be honest. So I'm fighting the hands. I'm, then he tries to connect the hands. I fight it. He breaks. And there's this constant battle of him trying to connect his hands and me, just madly from just I guess many times getting choked by him, flailing up and down. Does he darsh Feeling just preventing him from getting connecting his hands. And every time he separated, I was like, "Can I go to deep half?" And I learned that I can't because he still has my chin. So then With I his, talk to if him you're afterwards. On your, if you're on your right side and right hip, he's on. He's got a chin strap with his left hand, correct? Yes, with his outside okay. arm. His outside arm. Yeah, if I'm on my right hip, it would be his left arm. Yeah, right? yeah his left the arm. The one that's farther away from my body. Yeah, yeah okay, his right? outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, not the one that would be seeking an underhook. That would yeah, be his yeah, right. That arm. would be his right. Yeah. Okay. So, then I. So that's something on my mind, right? That. So. I guess what I'm trying to say is a Did lot of what's Lu- on my Lucas mind Lecce? are, huh? Who's your friend, Lucas Lecce on that one? No, I talked to Paul. Oh, you just, okay. I talked, <laughs> no, I, I just talked to Paul. I was like, it, you know, I, I, I felt like I could, I thought going to deep half was an option when you didn't have your hands connected, but I couldn't. And he said, well, you just, I've got the chin strap. So the, You're the lesson. You're forcing your chin into his side. So the lesson was you either, which I think the, the best answer is you have to fight the chin strap and peel it off. Yeah. Or if you want to deal with a, the, a chin strap, you have to risk the guillotine and come up and try to hop to the other side, which mm. he said he's been experimenting. That's a little higher risk, higher reward. Yeah. But definitely fighting the hand connections, one thing, but you have to get the chin strap off. And that's the lesson I learned from that. So again, I'm just trying to illustrate for, 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 the, for the listeners that care, and there may be zero of them out there, but you know what's going through at least my head when... When I'm rolling I'm it on the mat, right? I'm not sure students are as mindful as to what the situation is. That is... Well, I don't know how other people are thinking about that. I'm just telling you my thought yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. Just as an example of, you know, if you ever wonder what I'm, why I'm staring off into the void or I'm <laughs> just kind of quiet, these are the things that are kind of going through, through my head, you know? And um, then as you're also thinking of, like, at what point do I... You ever seen that meme of, like... Sometimes, like, sometimes, was it sometimes jujitsu doesn't love me back or that or something in like, or <laughs> like, like Kermit the Frog's looking out the window or something. <laughs> Drinking the tea. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about the one where it's like two sort of like stick figures and like, they're like, yeah, man. And like one's rolling and the other one's like driving his fist into like the other one's face. And like later on that night, he's like, he finds him on Facebook. He's like unfriend. Like, oh. That's what I'm thinking of whenever <laughs> I'm staring off into space is like, will he notice if I unfriend him? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but how, how often are you, does it have, does it something that has to happen to you like multiple times in one round or one day? One if it session? does, it's a good day. Cause that means I'm learning. Yeah. You know, um, the, I'm, I'm trying to, I mean, it, it's it's a little challenging for me because, well, challenging is not the word. 
what I'm confronted with as a student on my course of improvement is I want to work. I want to understand top better. I want to understand not so much. I mean, obviously control from the top, but also what postures I need to assume, what grips I need to look for that are going to facilitate passing and be able to go to that. And like I said, I think in the last few episodes, I've been kind of just constantly burrowing for double for, for over under pass and that it simplified me from the top and actually made me a better passer because I'm decisively doing something. Yeah. And instead of kind of hanging out yeah. as a guard player, I think I can get away with at least at the level I'm at at hanging out a little bit because I'm, a, I'm, I'm good enough where if people make a mistake in my guard, I will capitalize as a reaction. But I might not be throwing up attacks constantly like a very high-level guard player would, in my opinion. You know, Granted, if you look at a match, you don't see the guy on bottom constantly throwing attacks. There's yeah, a kind yeah. of like feeling... There's a lot of... There's a lot of, you know, let's let's get our grips. Let's, let's you yeah. know, prevent the underhook from happening or trying to get an underhook. There, there's, there's jockeying for position. Pummeling, one might say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the true leg pummeling. Yeah. I mean, Got to get that inside position. Yeah. Inside position. Inside, yeah. So occupying that space. Uh, you know, as a result, I'm still not able to create as many opportunities for me to practice top and passing as I'd like, because most people will take top with me and we're not doing the wrestling thing where we're going to start on our feet and see who can take the person down right, to right, get right. the top position. But even that is a slightly different scenario than just passing someone's open guard from top. Yeah. Because if I secure a takedown, hopefully I've gotten into side control or at least like gentlemen's agreement we have like amongst each other when we grapple, right? Like, like, cause how often does this happen when the when, grilled chicken guard, let's attack grilled chicken guard. Like how often does it happen where we li- we're literally, there we go again. There you go. Uh, Take a shot, everybody. Um, <laughs> where we just concede. Cause most time I'll sit back to guard. Sure. Right? Like that's just what I do. And most time people will just start, start doing, start trying to pass. Mm-hmm. They don't have to do that. <laughs> right. Like, and so, and that's something that I've kept in my head. A lot of times against somebody like Nick Benicasa, right? Like he's he'll do the same thing. I'm like, well, fuck. We're just gonna sit here and just play leg fucking. We're gonna <laughs> or not even that. We'll be doing uh, what is it, patty cake with our feet? Yeah. If he and I grapple each other, so I'm like, all right, I, I guess I have to pass then. And so like, then that's my opportunity to work passing, right? But I guess a lot of people just don't sit back. But what a lot of people will do is do combat base and not do anything. So I've started doing combat base. So, so Paul's or, told me, and I'll just shove them back. Paul's told me like nobody should be on their knees pushing and shoving. Like if you're if you're on your knees, attempting to wrestle from your knees, yeah. just stand up. Yeah, yeah. Or someone just pull guard. Right. Like, like, like make it. Let's happen. create a dynamic instead of yeah. just this, because no one would be on their knees doing. This. So I, I kind of follow that standard, and usually. People people won't fight the guard pull. They a lot of times they might fight or be resistant to you trying to pass. They won't fall. So I'm 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 very quick to defer and be like, oh, you want to stand? All right, I'll play guard. Yeah, yeah. And I've been doing that for all my career. Oh, that's so what. I, yeah, like because it's the easy thing. To do. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sit there and waste time 
like how many videos at this I, point and at like where we watch and i'm not calling you out guys but like Kali and brian at 6 a.m and they're literally just on their knees their foreheads are, and king kong dude and he's like ah. <laughs> yeah, the, the new movie it's coming out <laughs> and they're literally it's because one guy just won't concede I'm like i get it like it's like it's like that boring ass match watching uh in metamorphs one or it's like Shanji and uh, Comfrido. I haven't seen that one. Oh, really? It's know. it's terrible. Like <laughs> because it's two dudes who like they're old school jujitsu guys, so like they don't want to like give in by pulling guard. So it's a lot of like combat based pushing and shoving. No, they're st- they're standing right. So it's okay. like like just kicking at each other's shins and stuff, and like trying throws, like half judo throws and stuff. And they're not. Neither of them are successful. Because, I mean, they're probably both very good at judo, but they're not good enough where they can commit hard to something and, and make it happen with a takedown. So it's, it's fucking 20 minutes of a two dudes just yanking on each other's geese standing, right? So at some point, like you said, like, something's just got to happen. So just go. Like, all right, like, you know what? I understand you don't want to be in your back. Just work on your back, you know. So what I, what I, will, what I have started doing... With Mike, because Mike will yeah, never, will never I don't pull want guard. him on top. But and I, I'm I'm sick of not I'm not sick of I'm like, um, when I go to guard, I, I, you know, he doesn't let me establish a guard. He he just you know grab grips and start passing because he's an aggressive passer from he's his a knees. very good yeah yeah. So I will go knee and he'll I, stand. So like. yeah, he'll stand. So I I I will get in that. He'll be on his knees and I'll be in combat base. Mm. And I'll push a little bit, but honestly, what I'm looking for is a clean guard pull. So it's an I commitment from him. So, you so can... I grab like his collar, I try to off balance, yeah. and then I slide. Because if I just do a casual slide in, oh, like I tried to casually go to close guard with him, and he just flared his elbows out and wouldn't let me get my legs around yeah. him. Then he double under the shit out of me, and I'm like, <laughs> "Well, that's." And then sucked. you, and he flips you upside down, and he takes your back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I'm playing yeah. that game, trying to desperately get to deep half to try and get you know yeah. out so yeah that that <laughs> yeah we, we've all been there <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, I, so that's kind of um i think when you say you know do i have these realizations or, or these moments and stuff if i have a few moments a day that's good because it means the stuff i'm working on i'm getting into a, a new area that is important windows 98 t-shirt by the way so we've got we've got this k1 kickboxing on in the background i've got i've got to get inspired so you got to get inspired for more kickboxing class. yeah and this is from 95 i don't know that's a windows that's definitely a windows 90 something logo right maybe it's really maybe it's vista or xp i bet windows xp would make more sense yeah because around 2000 windows 95 this is not from 1995 no no, no 95 it would be like yeah and and the and the logo would be like super pixely, right? Like, um, sorry. No, you're good. Go so, any sour. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of, uh, you know, I've got things I'm trying to you know work on, and and if they get, if a scenario occurs that I haven't quite figured out how to address, that's good because it it, it makes me more complete, you know. So yeah. that that those are good things, but that's kind of what's going through kind of my head in terms of what I'm trying to do. And generally, a lot of it, especially with the people I grapple with regularly, there's a lot of 
this is how the grappling goes. These are the things I can work with each of these people. Yeah, yeah. Because you, right? you understand. Because I like, know you this is idea. how it's going to go. Their tendencies. And now I, this is a good chance. So if I'm going with Nick Benicasa, this is a great opportunity to work against a guy who plays Spider Guard and is rangy. Yeah. You know, most guys don't play Spider Guard. And he moves a lot. He moves a lot. I, I literally, ha- I mean, he literally, I will use it, framed on my forehead with his foot. And I was like, Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> he's, he's got man. He's, he's got good hip dexterity. Like, incredible. Like he can good. retract his knee. Yeah. Far. Like it's been a while since I grappled, and I'm like, God, you are. Is this how people feel grappling me? You know, like just like his. You his, don't move as much as he does. No, no, no. He's he's like I almost want to like when who was that Cowboy Sarney fought like Wagner Rocha. And this cowboy was just standing over him, like wanting to kick at his legs. Exactly. Like, you know like, I want to do that to him. I'm like, I'm God damn. And just, like, kick I just want to like kick at him because like, God damn, dude. Like, just let me get a grip so I can work my passing with you. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I was like, I almost want to like resort to this like clubbing him, like over the head. I'm like, Jesus. But um, how was that class on Saturday? That was the class you ran. Yeah. I mean, you said you wanted us to puke and nobody puked. I know. Failed. I failed. You yeah. Failed, so yeah. Y'all, y'all are like... Mission failure. Really, yeah. You, I think you tired yourself out. Mike. I was so tired. <laughs> I was, I Everyone was, else was just kind of looking around, and you were just like, all right, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I said it was a one-minute rest. Let's just make this one, too. I was so exhausted. Like, and that's I'm coming off my fast, too, so it's like... Oh, here oh, come the excuses. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it, it's, I felt so bad. Did like, we even go? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did go. We just did one go. round. How did that, I, I don't even remember how that round went. You you said I've never had somebody do that to me before because like you were you're trying to knee cut one way, and what a lot of times people will do is they'll get my hips facing to my right, and they'll immediately change directions to my left and try to like either long step around. Or I don't know what you were doing, but I just I reached up and I over over wrapped your left leg at the knee with my right arm to prevent you from basically if you moved I was going to just you were going to pull me along with you and and you said I've never had anybody do that to me before not that that was some sort of amazing technique it was literally just I don't want him to go that way yeah and I you know so but it was a that's it was a passing scenario I think I I do remember I got over under position with you at some point yes I think at the very end and I was just kind of burrowing and then think i ended up in deep half i don't know you got deep half on me or i got deep half i on think you? i ended up deep half on you you deep halfed me maybe i don't know i don't remember yeah there's a lot of knee shield that's all i remember so <laughs> and, and my left leg doing this a lot so <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of leg pummeling it's your left leg that left leg is always <laughs> always swinging i did do a little uh, butterfly half today and I felt better with it. I, I'm leery about the angle and, and putting pressure on the outside of my knee, but the angle felt better this time. I'll never let it get this way. It's almost always vertical or out. No, well, it has to be out. Like, it has to be along their, yeah, otherwise their latch. Smashed, right? Yeah, no, no. But even when it's like that, what I'm talking about is I've got my, my knees are not in alignment one's perpendicular to the other yeah and if someone presses my foot forward now my knee you know like that's what i don't like yeah and like i does that bother like you had my foot at my head 
Yeah, and I was fine. So like, yeah, well, that bother that that worries me from a biomechanical. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if I try to push, that's putting a lot of pressure on the outside yeah, of my yeah, knee, yeah. and so I definitely like. But that's the thing, is right. Like you don't do this, you extend forward. I love how you keep saying this, and the listeners are like, yeah, what? they're like, what are you? So you I can see what he's doing, folks. But he's just yeah. Like, it's just sort of like how Lachlan talks about like why how Gordon could have avoided mm-hmm. his knee surgeries is because he's pushing against it this way, but I'm not trying to do like a. I guess external rotation with my thigh. I'm actually trying to extend forward. So I'm I, and I think that's what I realize is the the what I realize is I'm just putting my leg there. I'm not putting any force into it. Yeah, I'm just letting be. it. I'm just letting people lean into it, and I'm just letting my just my body absorb it. But I'm not trying to push. Yeah, that's... and if anything, like you said, I'm driving in the direction that my knee is pointed. I'm not driving like yeah, I'm either because, pushing because I'm thinking about doing that. Exactly. Right. Like I'm doing a leg press in the direction that my my knee, I'm ex, I'm the line between my knee and my toe. I'm driving along that line. Yeah, and that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. not good, right? Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. So people are just like this. There's no video, so they don't. Anyway. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, but, but half is. They all tuned out now. Yeah. So I did that a few times, but but yeah. Overall, that that's you know. Is that people trying to over under you by any chance? No, it's just it's just guys um, in half guard, just messing with the knee shield and moving back enough that I felt like I could do that. And I was thinking I could do like a get to Ashi, you know, mm-hmm. like pull him over into Ashi and get to you know get into the legs, okay, get under them. So that's all. So went from butterfly half to the single leg X, okay, that transition. So, so yeah, man, that's uh, that's kind of a thing. What about you, like? I know for you, your training is more comprised of teaching. Yeah. But think back to when you were, the idyllic times. Yeah. Two stripe, was it two stripe purple? Two stripe, two or three stripe purple. Two or three, middle, right. middle, middle, middle of the journey. Yeah. Purple. What were you, what were you thinking about with your roles? What, what was going through your head? What, what were you thinking about how roles went and how you could have done better were you thinking about? You I don't know, think I was eating pizza that night. Like, what was going through your? I'm, I'm very like at. So I think a big thing that I think about when I'm grappling is the fact that, and I think it's what slows me down a lot is I, I have a preset idea of how this role is going to go. Um, I use Hector for an example, right? In general. It'll be a guard pull into some sort of... With him, I like to have a closed guard just because he's he's got good strong grips and stuff and he's very explosive. So he's able to explode past open guard very easily with me. Um, and I, I'm just not quick enough to be able to get around that. So like I have this sort of preset thing of like how I'm going to deal with this person and their tendencies. Um, and what I can remember from my previous role with them and is it going to happen again? Is it happening right now? And what can I do differently? Okay. So that's, but the thing I'm trying to do is I just read an article about it today, actually written by the owners of um, inverted gear, the Panda company Mm -hmm. about like, how can I pull the trigger better? And what? And just, Everything. Okay. Is it, I feel like they'd be talking about in life. How do you pull the trigger on creating a business? No, no. Just in jiu-jitsu and how to avoid overthinking. Okay. 
And that's that's something I've I've suffered from a long time. Like I still you do gotta, it. You got to read Bruce Lee, man. Bruce Lee is all about this, man. I know. On one hand, you can be a mechanical man, or on the other hand, you can, I've 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 heard the 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 damn interview. I've read the Tao. <laughs> um, I know, I know. That's that's the. Uh, I mean, I, I, and not. so what's interesting is we 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 talk about we joke we joke about Zach and we call him Code Zach. Yeah, because the joke is Zach will maul anybody, but he he'll struggle to explain how he mauls yeah. you, and he'll be the first to admit that. Yeah, this yeah, not, he definitely. Is, yeah, this is not where he's like, I'm a good coach. And we're like, no, you're not. It's, it's no, no, he he, he actively he's avoids yeah, coaching, he, and he admits like, no, I don't know what the hell's going. Yeah, on. I've asked him like, hey man, were you here last night? I wasn't. <laughs> Can you just show us what Paul did last night? And it's <laughs> you know, and he gets it's like it's a brain block. Like he. He can do it, right? Like he it clearly he has the comprehension. He just yeah. he he's not so good about like being able to dis, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> which is why call him Code Zach and he'll get a chuckle out of him every time. And he will maul the shit out of you. Oh yeah, then like, he'll just maul. So what I noticed is uh when I was going I'll just use that example with Paul. You know, he goes for these headlocks and he says you're getting good at defending. The headlock, the front headlock. You know, the chin mm-hmm. strap. You're yeah, yeah. good at defending and fighting the hands. And I couldn't connect my hands because you're doing... I can't tell you what I'm doing. That's just from doing reps with him. So there are things like half guard. The things I do in half guard, deep half, that I'm successful. Those are things that I learned and I can explain to you because I studied them with Paul. I studied them by looking at, at instructionals. And I took techniques and I learned them and I started to apply them. And I went back and forth. Me but, defending the head, the, the chin strap is purely instinctual from being in that position and getting fucked so many times. Excuse my but life. haven't but getting you... getting choked that I'm just... But if you were to... Let's say that's happened. You watch 20 rolls of that happening. I guarantee you by roll... By video 18 or 19, you would have figured out... You would be able to discern from video one or two what you're doing better and you'll be able to break you'll be able to say like hey look i'm doing this now instead of this yeah but that that's that's actually a leap to be like let me videotape myself through this progression of getting better at something that i don't know how i'm getting better at. yeah so i think it's a cool indicator that that i've learned like the book way like study a test and it works and it works have you gone further faster that way perhaps I don't, um, mm, okay, that's a separate, I'll come back to that. That's a separate question. Because Brian, because Brian's like, hey, there are these things you might want to check out. Yeah. And you were like, no. And we, you and I have argued about that before too. So the, the thing that's interesting is I did it the book way, but then I've also, and, and Paul's talked about this. How do you get good at getting, at not getting choked in back mount? You get choked a lot in back mount and, 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 and your body develops. And, and even if that might not be the taught technique it's something that works for you consistently because you've literally tried random combination of movements this is actually an example let's go full computer science it's it's an example of reinforcement learning so in artificial intelligence there are questions about how do we train an artificial intelligence system okay Okay. Um, and this is actually what's called a a, a sub-discipline of artificial intelligence called machine learning so if you've ever wondered why uh, when you take a mugshot, 
all mugshots look the same, doesn't matter what police station you're in, it's because... Okay. That's an interesting example, but go on. It's because the way they set up the photo database, they said, oh. in order for all the photos to be the exact same distance and stuff, so an algorithm is more... is, And because this is at the time, the algorithms for identifying faces and stuff were not as good. We want to make sure the distance to, to take the photo, the lighting is always the same yeah. in all police stations. So there's a standard for that. <laughs> so that way, when you go into a database and you're trying to find a photo yeah, that yeah. matches... Like heads it, it kind of lines up nicer yeah, instead of like now, you know, machine learning algorithms have figured out to identify faces. Way, I mean, you oh, look at like the, at if you look at the deep yeah. fakes, or oh, they, it's a, yeah, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. If 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 you don't know what I'm talking about, look up deep fake and look up an that's movie. Like, I didn't realize it's just a program. Oh yeah, that the, you can just buy. It's I mean, it, it's actually it's super. I mean, students can do it. All you need to do is find enough images of yeah. a person. And then you draw, you know, and put them. Anyway, the point that's, is that's crazy. But so, if you're, I know I'm, I'm not, might not be doing the best job describing this. However, what I'm trying to say is, how do you learn? Okay, in the computer science field, with this topic of machine learning, if we wanted to say, how do I teach an algorithm? How do I teach an, you know, an AI? I guess to find, to see if this is a, a picture of. A dog or not I give it a whole bunch of pictures of dogs and say these are dogs right and I give it a whole bunch of pictures that aren't dogs and say these are not dogs so and then it it tries to figure out what that is now there's a lot going on under the hood of how it so does it's like it. looking at common denominators yeah or like, it finds like, common okay. features and stuff and then what you do you give that's called the training set you've okay. given it you've given it information and you've labeled it for it then you start giving them pictures that aren't labeled and you say, is this a dog or not? Okay. And then if, it's, if, the, if the algorithm is the machine learning algorithm is good at identifying dogs or not, when you give it a picture of a dog, it'll say, this is a dog. If you give it a picture of a car, it'll say, this is not a dog. Right. Okay. Now, there's another way of training, which is called reinforcement learning. And that's what I think my hand and this, people like it now because they think it mimics how humans learn in a way. Mm -hmm. Reinforcement learning is you let, the com you, let the out you let the computer do whatever the fuck it wants. You only give it feedback as to how good or how bad that action was. That's, and then that's over time, yeah. it learns to do the right action instead of the wrong action. Mm. Okay? Now, reinforcement learning for identifying a... But you're learning the what and the how, not the why. So... Under, like uh, classifying like images, you probably would not use reinforcement learning. Right. A better thing for reinforcement learning would be, I want to play the game of Pac-Man. I actually did this in college. Okay. Okay. So what you do is you have the, you have the guy play Pac-Man. So this is how he plays Pac-Man. The, the algorithm can hit left, up, down, left, right. And it does it randomly. And each time it does it, you look at the state and you say, is this good or bad? Hmm. Okay. So... It will learn. Wait, so with you're saying the Pac-Man's doing its thing. The ghosts are coming around. Yeah. Okay. Now it knows where walls are. Okay. So you can't like it, you can't you can't go up into a wall or down into a wall. If it's if you're just in a hallway that's going left or yeah. right, you can go left or right. And it knows where the ghosts are, but it doesn't know that ghosts are bad and they should be avoided and how they should be avoided. You relate that to them by giving them feedback after everything they do. So when it does it, you write a program that evaluates its performance. So it, it moves something and you say, 
It's okay. If it if it gets if it hits the the little fruit or whatever it is. If, if it's a fruit, you might give it more. And if it hits the if it's a ghost, you say no, that's terrible. Yeah. So then what happens? You watch at the beginning, and it literally just goes randomly all over the place. Yeah. You watch it after tens of thousands of runs where it's gotten feedback. It now runs through that maze perfectly and avoids. Once it gets close to these guys, it moves away from them. Hmm. And that's a, that's a form of reinforcement learning. You give feedback to the action that appears ra- that's essentially random at the beginning. Yeah. I think my, my headlock defense is an example of reinforcement learning. I, my reinforcement was whether I got choked or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And I just started flailing my arms a little bit, and now there's that's, kind of a rhyme or reason like, to it. I mean, like, you don't have a child, but have you had pets? I mean, you have, you've had farm animals, right? No, but, but I, I, no. Really? No. Haven't you no said dom- you? No domesticate. I grew up with zero domesticated animals. So you lived on purely like an orchard. Yes. Or, yeah, so yes. not a farm. Well, so a lot of wild animals. Yes. But none we had to feed. Okay. Except so, the birds. We'd feed the birds. But that's that's the amazing thing that I've found now having a child and is that's that's that, right? Like cuz a child just they have no um any perception of what parameters are for anything in the world and they just do. Right? So until And they you, receive feedback exactly. whether it's from and, you and, and, or whether it's from the environment. Or just, you know, like he, he Touched a fucking stove at one point, right? And that was terrible. The classic. Yeah. T- oh, it's hot. I shouldn't do that again. Goddamn, man. You know, it's, it's a story about that. One one thing that I've made a conscious effort to do and... Wait until he sticks his finger in the in the electrical socket. I mean, how, who can actually f- put your finger <laughs> well, into Well, that's okay. Socket? He'll take the screwdriver like we all see. <laughs> screwdriver. <laughs> God. Or... Oh, that would that'd be so bad. <laughs> so, he... Uh, I've been making a conscious effort because like Stacy's parents were not, not terrible. I'm just saying like they've, they've ingrained a lot of fear into her over things that I feel as though I was cooking by the time I was six because like latchkey kids. Sure. So we all saw that viral video of the little kid in, in Southeast Asia. Oh yeah. Like, like doing cook it. Yeah. Yeah. Cooking cooking the cooking even littler brother yeah. <laughs> with two eggs. Yeah. Like a live flame. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I was like, you know what? Like Connor shouldn't grow up with the fear of like cooking. And so I'm like, you know, I get my little step stool and I'm like, hey man, stand on there. And I feel like, like, hey, you see that? That's red. That means it's hot. Do not touch that. I'm like, it's literally cooking food and changing the chemical makeup of food. Don't touch that. Like he gets the chemical you know? makeup. <laughs> like, like that means it's hot. It's going to hurt. Okay. And he's like, okay, dad. And sure enough, I'm like, I turn around just he's like, like, ooh, red. And <laughs> dude, like, like every... <laughs> television show i've seen i turn back around he's like tearing up he's like holding his finger close to i'm like did you touch the stove like, no where's mama i'm like oh my god i'm like you touched the he's fucking capable stove. of lying yeah dude. when did he learn to lie dude that kid that little fucking kid i swear <laughs> he, i don't know do you lie a lot in your household Chris? no 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 i i remember i've i've i want to do this i'm like santa claus is not fucking real <laughs> Like I want to. Whoa, 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 whoa! You did not hear. We have to bleep that out. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> I, I wanted to not do any of that with him. Like you know. So like now we send. Well, him you're to, Asian. Santa Claus doesn't come to Asian people. Like white. <laughs> he camp. comes to he comes to white America. Not not when you're uh your entire we, entire. Well, I think we should bleep this whole. Let, no, let's just, just let, it, let it ride. Oh, not God. when your entire like maternal side of your family has gone to like uh seminary and are priests and stuff, except for your grandfather. This and is you. you? 
oh yeah like dude my the, my mom's side of the family like all of her dad's like brothers and sisters except for like out of like fucking 11 of them wait a minute vietnamese people had seminary and stuff I mean, they were they were Catholic, dude. They were occupied by the French for a century. Whoa. French, like Roman Catholic, you know. Whoa. So, like, yeah, I grew up in a Catholic household. I'm I'm an atheist Whoa. now. So dang, bro. Yeah, I did not know that actually about the history of Vietnam. Yeah, that they. Uh, what, That's what why that you about? have like the famous like bun mi sandwich, right? Like it's on a French baguette. Oh. Yeah, a lot of how things. about that? Like the there's bun okay. sao is it's a crepe that's been modified based upon what ingredients are available in in vietnam right okay and what was it, it okay so i'm not i'm just kind of curious what was the religion prior to being buddhist probably because my dad is buddhist but my mom was catholic so i was raised in a, a catholic household until as carlin says i i reached the age of reason and uh <laughs> um and i <laughs> but uh, uh good old george carlin but he, yeah, like, so, like, Stacy's big on, like, the, the Santa thing, and I'm, like, I'm not raising my child to believe in mythological things that they're real, right? <laughs> and, and just, like, and we send him to a, a Catholic, or not a Catholic, a, a Christian daycare. Okay. And so, like, the other day he comes up Monday, he's, like, three and a half, and he's, like, I got to be the prayer leader today, and we got to thank Jesus. And I was, like, oh, did you now? Oh, God. All right. We've got off the rails. Booze. We are going to talk about religion now. <laughs> so if this is going to turn you off, just no, turn just it off. So I would consider hey. myself... Uh, I can use the thing. I'm like, not atheist. Agnostic's fine. And I'm not... I'm not agnostic even. I, I, I consider myself not religious, but I consider myself spiritual to but some But we can degree. all definitely worship Helio. Yeah, well, that's there. You go. (laughs) Like I can see him, right? Like master. (laughs) No, so I I think. Okay, so here's my thing. Hicks, my hunk, Barbara. (laughs) 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 All we need to learn is what we see in internet forums. (laughs) That's that's Uber Ream. That's a motivated BJ Pen. Yeah, TRT Vitor. The old Vitor, new Vitor. That's the. (laughs) So, I think. what is it? An uninjured Cain Velasquez? <laughs> <laughs> or what was that? What was that? Who was the one with that look in their eye? Somebody with their look, with that look in their. Uh, what what it is was that? So, one? It was. It was just somebody. Uh, fuck. It was like some guy with that look in his eyes. Like he has that look. Like he, <laughs> he's the killer look or something. Maybe that was a form of beach. All right. I'm just going to say this about about religion. Um, doesn't religion serve the purpose of? providing an education in ethics and morality Ooh, to does it i mean aren't there a lot of good metaphors in in all yeah. like religious texts that they can be applied as as a way to teach human beings young humans you know sure. how to behave in a one I don't, that i yes i mean love thy neighbor how could how could that you know what i mean like again i'm being i'm being devil's advocate in a way yeah. to some degree here but i i do think that you know I have a friend of mine who who I thought was pretty agnostic. Or, or yeah, but nature. I mean, I can also, and I do, teach Connor ethics by reading him superhero stories. Well, okay, so that <laughs> that's funny because I actually think superheroes think, are I modern su- mythology too. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I mean, I, like, I, I think there's a like. It's funny. <laughs> Did you just sound. watch Unbreakable? Also, 
No, like, I didn't just watch it, but <laughs> I mean, but I do think that it is kind of. This is a dollar. Like, brand name, dude. So. No, it doesn't. Chris's is. Chris and Victor. Victor just showed up, and Chris is, is saying that his energy drink is my, only a dollar. Therefore, my rock it's better. Star. His rock star. Not it's sponsored dollar, by. So oh, yeah, yeah, I, I think not. like if you think about like, man, like. Like religious epics. Or even the epics of, you know, like the Odyssey. Well, the Odyssey is not religious. So it is. Like, if you were if you were from ancient I, Greece. I guess. Yeah. Something. Right. But, like they and, believed and in those gods. Story, and superhero stories sure. that currently are modern day myths. And exactly. they do transmit the same. I have that book too. I read it and I, I did one? a report on it. Which one? How, how, uh, the modern day mythology. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I did, I did that report. Do you want to borrow that book? There you go. So I, I think... Um, I... Mm, See, I, I'm, I really don't want to get too deep into this. No, I, I think, But I'll just say this. I'll just say this. And, and I, I think that, and, and this, I'll bring it back to jiu-jitsu. I think what's awesome about the jiu-jitsu mats is we have people from all walks of life, yeah. all political beliefs, we just all religious beliefs, and we have the common ground of we like to, we have this strange fascination with jiu-jitsu. We're all and, weird. And that other stuff. John Wayne Farr, by the way. That, yeah, <laughs> that other stuff. Um, doesn't come into play on the mats. It shouldn't. You know? Whereas if I didn't know that person and I met them in another context, I may or may not get along with that person. But on the mats... You're just trying to fucking kill And I think there's a real lesson to be said there when it comes to, now we're going to go, we're going to solve the world's problem. If we all did jujitsu and we all just had a shared love for something, there wouldn't be as much hate and animosity towards one another. You saw that TED Talk too? I know I didn't see the TED Talk. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's a TED Talk. On. <laughs> like the, yeah. Anyway, so like, let's make 2021. It had like Misha Tate on it. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's how Jiu Jitsu gets all the world's problems. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> let's put a. He was, he was a uh, Windows I think XP a, is the logo, by the way. That oh, okay. So it's like, like early 2000s. Yeah. Because it went XP, then like Vista, right? Like four years later or something? A little longer than that. Wasn't it? XP's been around for a while. No, XP's after XP's the best, too. XP came in after Vista. Oh, because Vista was like the millennial edition. Yeah, it was, right? it was 95, Windows 95, Windows 98, then Vista. And then XP. Then XP. XP, XP was, was the best. Yeah, XP, and then that was followed by Windows 7. And then after Windows 7. Actually, Windows 7 was pretty stupid, too. Windows 7, I think, was the best. Yeah, skipped over 8 and went straight, went and straight to 10. And then it went right? to 10, which is... Bleh, is it's like... It, yeah, Windows whatever. shouldn't be a, a tablet anyway. thing. Like, it doesn't... So I, my brain the, doesn't... You know the story behind that? No. Okay, so I, have a, I had a friend who worked in Microsoft when they oh, really? made the decision to do with that whole tile thing. It's... Dude. So here's what happened. A guy came in and did a PowerPoint... That had <laughs> animations with tiles, and I think it was to Steve Ballmer, and Steve Ballmer liked it, and they they just but it just looked it was a it's, cool PowerPoint, dude. It's really and, hard. And all to the use. designers were like, all the engineers were like, but you haven't fleshed out an actual specification. You've just shown tiles. And th- <laughs> then the edict became tiles everywhere. It's like everywhere. It's the most. I mean, like maybe my brain is so wired for like maybe we're gonna get sued now from like Windows three point one. <laughs> and then like ninety five to ninety eight, and like ninety eight was awesome, and I'd really liked XP, but that like I've tried to use on like the updated laptops on our at work. I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I'm using an Android tablet. I think that's why people are on their phones more, man. We just yeah, like I I can use an Android tablet no problem and figure out things. I can use 
an old PC, no problem. You put Windows 10 in front of me, I'm like, what is going on here? So have you heard of this new app that's only on the iPhone right now called Clubhouse? Apparently, it's blowing up. All right, so I, maybe, I'm maybe anti-Apple we'll anyway. Cool. But so Clubhouse what that to do with is an app. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. I mean, we're, on the, we're technically on the mouse. We're talking about anything. Dude. That's true. But actually, we can bring it to... Judicial could be involved. Clubhouse is an app where people... It's a social media app. Is that you, what's causing the static? Me playing with the cord? Probably. Sorry. <laughs> you fidgety, yeah. you fidgety person. Not enough. And caffeine. you basically create uh, rooms where you just have voice chats and people can join. And so it's just a it's it's a so social it's media app for making group calls essentially. So it, hang on. and people, but what happens? They're round topics. So there could be a jujitsu one. And all of a sudden, you're in you're in a chat with Joe Rogan because there's celebrities. A lot of celebrities involved. So this is like Reddit, but so um, it's a message board essentially, where everybody has a voice and you're actually talking yes. to people. So like somebody hosts a call, and other people join in. Is this a par- a huge paradigm shift in social media now with COVID? Because Zoom obviously well, started it. I, you know, we'll see. We'll see how long. Apparently, they're blowing up because right now it's invite only, which everyone's like, oh, I get, give me an invite. Give me an invite. Okay. And they're trying to keep up because I think a lot of people are signing up. And right now, from I've been exposed to it because I see, you know, like, oh, entrepreneur groups. Like, let's. let's a, lot, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, there. a lot of entrepreneur groups, you know. It's just like, all right. But anyway, Clubhouse, if you. We're not if sponsored you know by them, that, no, So, if stop you know, saying now the name. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. But so. That's interesting because like I, I hear that and I hear like like that's Twitter, right? Kind of. Not kind of, but not really. But like I I still maybe I just like the old it man in me comes out. I'm like, I don't get Twitter. Twenty six after. I don't get Twitter. Like, why would I want to be on Twitter other than to hear from people? Like, I don't really have a voice on Twitter, because who wants to hear me? To me, it's like the idea of like I'm at Disney World and I'm just standing there. I have something to say and I just scream at the crowd. And hopefully some people hear it. Some people will. And hopefully they respond. Like that's what Twitter seems well, like to and, me. And Brian McKenzie and I were talking about this uh, on the Mass on Thursday after training, drinking some beers. So a classic topic, which is... Some or like... A few. I mean, well, Brian... He, Brian didn't have beers. He had tr- his... This uh, is like a little white claw thing. Claws, yeah. Terrible things. So is this whole thing of... You know, as a society, you know, having a crazy person go into the town square and shout is going to have a reach of whoever's in earshot. Yeah, it's the it's like like the, but, the free speech green at UCF, right? Like it's just but it's just whoever happens to be walking by. But when you're on Twitter and you're doing the same thing, you have the ability to reach millions of people. Yeah, and I don't think. There's, there, I think there's an argument to be made that we don't know how to handle that yet. We haven't quite figured out where that should be placed. Is what we should just do is ignore them. Right? But the Except problem some is... some of the craziest people are the ones that get the most follows. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we as, and as also, individuals should have the self-control that, that to not retweet them and to ignore oh, there, them. There you go. You said the thing that doesn't exist in the real world either. When someone screams... How calm is it for someone to be like within earshot and be like, oh, I'm going to scream the same thing. And then a person like right, right, 50 yeah, feet yeah. away screams it again. But even then, the, the propensity to, in that ludicrous scenario of change, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm going to scream it down here. And I, 
the 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 propensity for this to spread is so much less is yeah, yeah. than if if instead of RT yeah RT and the ability to reach all these people yeah without any context because when you hear a person scream something in the town square you're going to give them as much attention as you would someone screaming in the town square whereas someone tweeting you don't know if that person took all their time to write something poignant or if they're taking a crap and just being like F Kofi the world, v. <laughs> you know so yeah so i think we're still kind of coming to grips i see people you know it's like people getting their accounts banned on twitter is that is infringement on free speech no and then you have our counter arguments because you signed up for a service the terms of service clearly state that these guys have the right private business exactly so there's that but then people say except twitter so ubiquitous now it's kind of transcended that that's kind of the argument on both sides you know i get it and i don't want to get into the debate because i'm i'm on the side of you you put your name on the dotted line. We when you sign a contract, that's, you t- I agree. And contract, that's my thing. But I think the I think the the more abstract topic that is still worth looking at is te- technology and social media. In, in the case of Twitter, has gotten us to the point where things can be disseminated so quickly, and I don't think we're we're as a society ready to handle that or know how to process that. I think, and, and because we can't wait th- in our mind, we don't know how to wait it in terms of importance. And and also, like we we don't like. I, I was listening to a comic book podcast about um, the role of the reporter that has changed considerably over the past even ten years, right? Whereas in our childhood, child ch- childhood childhoods, like we watched the news, and it was you know channel. Two, six, and nine around here, and two, five, seven where I grew up. <laughs> ABC, NBC, and CBS, right? And then PBS. Oh, and PBS. Yeah, and that, oh, I was a little too young for that, so I didn't discover. Uh, I didn't discover public television. McNeil Lair, the News Hour. That's when McNeil and Lair were there. Oh, really? Yeah. That that was a little bit before my time. I was I was I was a late bloomer when it came to NPR. Um, NPR is not PBS. I I know they are they're they're ubiquitous here to me I, because I they're the right. same station. But um, whereas, hang on, I just watched the transporter. <laughs> they showed a clip of the transporter. That would have been like the 19- fight scene with the uh, with the fire hose, with the unused fire hose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's actually a pretty good fight scene. Well, I mean, like Hong Kong action is good, yeah. isn't it? Right. So it just happened to be Jason. What happens when you have a TV on? But uh, back then, like news was this trusted thing, and the reporter's job was to report facts, right, not opinions, and. Now it's suddenly become just this cacophony of like everybody's got an opinion, and we're get, because of the twenty four hour news cycle and things like Twitter, we're getting things as they happen, without the first bro, without the proper filter though of actual fact finding, right? Like it's just this one person's perspective of what's happening at that moment, which is and the onus is on us to figure out what what's the, actually happening. See, and that's like that's a disservice to the consumer, right? Like we should. We should be afforded facts, not people's. Well, the, yeah, and now we get into a, a much larger topic of um, how is revenue generated, and that's I know. And the, how 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 do how do news companies generate? You know, how do they generate revenue? They generate it from impressions, you know, from from viewership on television, and from clicks. views and clicks on the internet, and 
there is there is something that we can say. I, I don't know. I'm sure a psychologist has. There's a name for this, but you know, we all have a propensity as human beings to stare at a car accident. Yeah, and that's. So, from my understanding, that all started in the news cycle, at least. Um, was it Orson Welles did the War of the Worlds on the radio? Like prior to that, evidently the the news was just some Midwestern dude reporting. And today, you know, like there's that sort of like when you think of the old. That's a really good voice. And today, like you know, what I'm talking about though. And today, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, Farmer Bill. But so Orson Welles did his thing in the 40s, 50s. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna plead ignorance on this one. So he. Did, I, I'm familiar with Orson familiar Welles. With the whole, he he performed War of the Worlds, and he did it in a very overly dramatic fashion. Mm-hmm. It got a lot of, it riled a lot of people up, making them think like the world was being attacked. But it also gave uh, radio news at the time, like, hey, the way this guy presented information, drilled huge. Not viewership, listenership, or whatever cases, right? Drew, drew a lot of attention. We need to make our news like that, and so that's where the uh, um, recent studies show that there could be a household pain uh, right now in your house that could be that's killing you for. quietly. More at eleven. So you know, this, the the way the news cycle works now is just it's so overly sensationalized at the moment, right? Like not even no facts at all. Uh, you know, no I, filter. Yeah, and and that's just it's. I think for anyone that wants to, like, I think it's hard. Dude, did you read that guy's a, name? I think it's a little harder to to see things clearly if you have strong beliefs and things are political in nature. But to take some of the politics out, just look at the Weather Channel. Oh my God! And how they react to a coming tropical storm. They react with what I would call borderline bloodlust. Yeah. Like so would be it's kind of a, a masochistic glee of but, of there is something big and bad and it could be coming. And that's always the thing. There's so many coulds and it could come. And they they you know instead of but what drives people to act oftentimes Almost all the time. Thank God doctors don't act like this. That's the thing. Yeah, because like, they because base doctors, things on facts and evidence, right? And doctors tell you these are the possibilities, and they're not going to emotionally and energize one of the things versus the other, right? Yeah. And, and that's, what, that's what, when, when there's a hurricane out in the Gulf and, it, and people are trying to figure out where it's going to land, we're talking about probabilities. We're talking right. about likelihoods. And what the Weather Channel will always do is fixate on the absolute worst scenario and say, this could happen. And they will drive their reporters out there, <laughs> you know, to the coast. And what, what do they desperately want? They want to see that reporter out there in, in the biggest of storms getting blown around, God. you know, screaming into the, into the, <laughs> screaming into the microphone telling everyone it's not safe outside but we're outside recording you know and then we're gonna seek shelter now because it's so bad and then you know 
when they go there and it's calm, they're so disappointed and they immediately like try to chase it down somewhere else. Yeah. And and the point here is instead of instead of um, they're adding too much emotion to their to their broadcast. Yes. In an effort to continue to have audience because oh, this could happen. Now people are are worried. Instead of saying the track right now has the most likely hit being here, these are the estimates. Being very factual, but very. The problem is, like you said, if you have the if you have one person presenting things in a rather bland, matter of fact way, and another who's saying this could be the largest on record and damages could be catastrophic <laughs> like, of epic proportions. What are people going to listen to? They're going to listen to the theatrical presentation. That's what they're going to be attracted to. But unfortunately, our emotions are getting manipulated in the process. And it causes, you want to talk about irrational reactions, it causes some portion of the population, to some degree, not of their, no, no fault of their own, in my opinion, some of, their, some of the fault is on them, but not all of it, in my opinion, to do irrational things as a result, because it's like the girl who cried wolf. It's like, why, you know, you, you're worried this will be the time that's going to be worse, so you buy up the entire store of, of water, yeah. and now we have water shortages a week out, and then no storm hits. You know? Anyway, how do we get on this tangent? I have no this idea. This is what happens when you come to a jujitsu class and you sit on the mat, you talk about stuff like this. Yeah. So the um I, I will bring it back to the and, and I'll just say this. It, it's like I said, I said it I said it probably ten minutes ago. That's the beauty of jujitsu. I'm sure there this this paradigm exists in other in other scenarios. Yeah. But it's super awesome that and, and in a way I think it's it, there is kind of something Mm, there's some symbolism in us taking off our clothes, our work clothes, not literally taking off so our clothes all the so way. So your four school and, uniforms, is what and you're putting and putting on a gi because then we're all the same. Oh, so so what except is, we wear our belts, and then one person, and somebody's cooler than the other. There's that cool group over there. The, um, it's got color so, on their belts. So and these white, your, these your white school belts are is what you're saying. I don't know, man. I'm just. I'm happy I get to do jiu-jitsu. I'm happy that I met you. I'm happy I've met everybody that I train with. Yeah, man. And, absolutely. And uh, I'm happy I have this podcast. I'm very happy this with this the, podcast. And, and I'm happy that the people have reached out. So how about that? We, we, I've gone, we've gone completely off the rails. I'm spreading the love. Love everywhere. We, we've got a... Uh, yeah, we went from Catholicism <laughs> to atheism <laughs> to sensational news. Uh, um, I think everyone... You know what I want to say, though? Is I think everyone can relate to what we're talking about. Yeah, they might not agree with some of the also, stuff we're saying. We're, I mean, we're people, right? Like, yeah, but I think they can yeah. identify. They're like, I know where you're coming from. I, I, I understand. I, 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 I've had that similar experience. I might not react the same way that, as you've reacted to these experiences, but it's relatable. So what did, so Hector told you, just circling about way back here, Yeah, he was just very surprised at your... your I, had, uh, I guess strong opinions on stuff. He's like, he said, I'm very diplomatic. You're and, very diplomatic. And then for me to be like, fuck Gordon Ryan, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and stuff, you know, or that I got triggered when rolling. I think he heard that one. Oh, like, really? The trigger, he's like, I, he's such a cool guy. You know, you're such a, not cool as in like Michael like Jackson cool, cool. Yeah. yeah, but like yeah, even yeah. keeled. Why did I say cool like Michael Jackson? Oh, cool wow. Like Prince. <laughs> Prince is him. Cool like... <laughs> Who's a YouTube star yeah, nowadays? That <laughs> these two thirty-five plus year cool old like men. the Rock or something, you know? Yeah, he's. Which uh, did you see there? I didn't realize that they had advertised the Jungle Cruise movie a while ago. 
and it still hasn't come out because of there are a lot of movies. I mean, yeah. James Bond keeps getting delayed. Yeah, but I didn't. They, uh, I guess, they're going to redo the Jungle Cruise ride. So I wonder if they're going to make it at Disney World. Okay. I wonder if they're going to make it all. Universal. Um, if they're going to make it like coincide with the movie to to make things a little bit what is it cross transmedia like they put like Johnny Depp into the Pirates of the Caribbean ride mm-hmm. at Disney World. So I wonder if they're like I want to see like The Rock on the Jungle Cruise ride or something, some animatronic Rock. I'd be kind of interested in that. I don't think might just have actors. I remember I went on the, the back in the day, they had a, a Terminator 2 ride. Yeah, that's gone. Which was badass. Because, oh, that was... It did Because it, did hold it was well. actually directed by... James Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah. So it, that was as close... You would talk about like as close to... If you thought Terminator 2 was awesome, this is more of that content. But it was... Bro, that was the last time you've been to a theme park? Uh, no, I've been more recently. Oh, I was like, oh my god! I've been more recently, but that was when I was a kid. Okay, you know, and I went, and and it was cool because you're in line at Cyberdyne Systems everywhere, and like a and, true immersion. And, yeah, into, but you uh, went in there the and movies. you just sat, and it was a combination of cinematic because you're watching a movie, practical effects with with 3D glasses. Yeah, and. And what is it called? Like a 4D theater or something where you get movement and, and sound. Yeah, it was and, like, and, it is and mist, like mist yeah. comes at you. So, it, so when the, 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 when the, the, when the liquid, yeah, yeah, when the liquid metal guy That you doesn't know, explodes. exist anymore, by the way. It's, it's the Jason Bourne thing now. Okay. So. But in addition to that, there were live actors. Yeah, yeah, and they're like running around like... Running around. So there's like a guy that looked like Terminator and Sarah Connor, and he was a Terminator guy, and he was dressed up, and, yeah. and it looked kind of like him, yeah. you know? I mean... As best as they can for, yeah. I mean, some, then some these robots Orlando came out yeah. because you saw it was like, it, it was a lot like the start of one of the Iron Men, where it's like I'm showing you military like a, product, like a, um, military de- demonstration. Look at look at our robots, yeah. and then the robots go all ape shit. It's like a trade show sort yeah. of like presentation. Yeah, it, it's that's um. Which, by the way, have you seen the the television series Westworld? No, I've heard that's very good. I think you'd enjoy. It. I mean, the first season is by far the best. The second is is okay. It's got Anthony Hopkins in it, right? And the third season is 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 I think kind of poo pooey. I've heard that's good. There's a show called Humans that I think I would. I've like. not seen. I've heard of. I've it. heard. Um, the show I'm interested in now. Uh, I've heard on another podcast is um, Raised by Wolves. I haven't heard of that. You haven't heard of that? No. So it's like... I, I've been trying to be intrigued by American God, but I haven't seen that either. That's that's the Neil Gaiman book, right? I don't know, man. There's so many shows. There's, there's a lot of... Too, there's so many there's shows too I good know. of Like, I haven't right started now. watching WandaVision, although I know... I, I haven't heard, heard it. I've, I mean, I've heard... But, like, I haven't... It's just time. Yeah. This I, is just... It's, I've had we, we got, we got I've Yeah, exactly. So. I'm too busy studying on what I'm going to teach on Thursday. So anyway, how would you summarize our conversation today as we get all ready for all over the place? All over the place, but we talked. The main thrust was what's on our minds. Yeah, you know, a little real, and then I still need to watch the damn Connor fight. That's on my mind. We were talking about that at work today. Mm. I already know the outcome. I mean, you need okay. to watch the Michael Chandler fight. Is that good? Yes. Okay, I'll I'll watch that's that. The co-main. I mean, that's that's actually what I'm up to now. Yeah, catching the up Michael on Chandler it. fight is worth watching. Really, very impressive. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I mean, I already, I already know the outcomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's... Do you see uh, the backflip afterwards? No. Okay. Just, just a watch. You watch it. <laughs> you watch did did he sunset flip on to somebody? Or? <laughs> just, 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 okay. just, you'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, check us out 
uh, and check online. out Crown Rash Guards. Yeah, so, so let's start with the sponsor. Crown yeah. Rash Guards. They sponsored today's episode. They're awesome. They make durable, sleek, ranked rash guards. They're at www.crownrashguards.com. Use our promo code BRUISE and get 20% off your next order. So that's an awesome deal. It takes already competitively placed rash guards and makes them an absolute steal. So check them out. Uh, Lots of good feedback from our students. Yeah, so check them out. They're on social media as well. Instagram, Facebook, at Crown Rash Guards. And tell Anmar we said hi. Then for us, we're on social media. Instagram, Facebook, BJJ and Brews. You can shoot us an email, bjjandbrews at gmail.com. Give us or, feedback. We've had people yeah. giving us recommendations for matches to watch for our next watch along. Oh, Ryan Martman, not on. Uh, he he was quite, he asked us about that. He did. He gave me a couple of recommendations. I'll have to okay. talk about those next time. He didn't reply. He just he gave no, it to you in person. He's, he's just he gave it to you in person. Yeah, he, good. I, mean, I mean he gave it to you yeah, in person. I mean he sees me for ten hours a day, so you know. And Chihuahua gave suggested Cron and Cron Marcello, Marcello, which yeah. is a good choice. That's a very good choice. And uh, Stan recommended oh gosh what was it it was it was craig jones wagner hosha oh from eb ebi yeah, right yeah. yeah we'll we'll check this out maybe we'll do a watch along yeah we'll definitely we're gonna get ryan's are all like wrestling ones that were like super no, that's good obscure, yeah. i was thinking i was thinking he's gonna do josh Barnett, dean lister or I, uh, he, I asked him like why didn't you choose that but you know, you know. <laughs> or uh josh Barnett. um Josh Barnett, uh, Huron, like the true catch wrestler beating the originator of jujitsu. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, guys, thank you for listening. That was episode 64. And we'll see you next, uh, time. We'll see you next time. Oh, Take he's. Care.